Hello and welcome to another edition of the Newsreel. My name is Jeremy. And my name is Ken. And today we're going to be, you know, talking about some TV and movie topics today. Uh, But before we do that, I want to go into our uh, TNR question of the day. And it's going to be from Barstool Sports on Instagram. And they posed the question, what is the most underrated movie or show of all time? So when you sent this to me, Ken, I was like, this is hard, dude. Like, I, I... because movie and TV, it's like, which one do I really want to shout out? But uh, I'll let you go first. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb. Well, just for me, guessing what you're about to say later on. Uh, I'm going to guess you're going to say a movie because you're the movie guy. <laughs> and you know what? Guess what? I am the TV guy and I'm going to go with a TV show. And so uh, when I actually came across this post on uh, on Instagram, uh, two shows immediately jumped out at me, uh, two shows that I love. Um, and I kind of go back and forth. I went back and forth as uh, as each day went by. Um, and uh, the two shows that I was thinking about were Mr. Robot, uh, which was a USA show. I feel like um, USA doesn't get enough love for a lot of the shows. Lot, I mean, they've had... Uh, a pretty good run of shows. I mean, uh, they had what um, suits. Uh, uh, they had uh, what's that other one? Monk. I think those were some pretty popular shows that were mm-hmm. uh, pretty. You know, they ran pretty long. Uh, but I mean, with Mister Robot, uh, I thought that was one of my favorite shows. It was four uh, four seasons long. They were tightly wound. Uh, Rami Malek got like a lot of huge publicity because of the work he did in season one. And I felt like season one was so groundbreaking, but season two kind of fell off a, just kind of a little bit. And I think right after a sub, well, subpar for the show season two, I thought it was still okay. I thought it was still pretty good. Season two definitely was the weakest of the four uh, seasons it then bounced back with really strong uh, seasons three and four. And the, I felt like the the show wrapped up really well. That being said, I'm going to mention another show. And this is actually my real answer. Um, it actually ran for a shorter amount of time than Mr. Robot. It ran three seasons. I'm going to go with The Leftovers from HBO uh, mm. uh, with Justin Thoreau, uh, Liv Tyler, um, among others. I felt like this show was groundbreaking. Um, it's uh, from Damon Lindelof, who uh, is, I guess, most well known for uh, cr- uh, being a co-creator or 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 a creator of Lost. Um, and you know, just to kind of give a quick overview of what The Leftovers was all about, it's basically about two percent of the Earth's population just randomly vanishes and everyone's just dealing with that tragedy you know like you have a, like a lot of loved ones and everything and it was so random and everything they happened to good people they had uh two percent of the people um or the population that vanished they're good people they're bad people and everywhere in between and everyone's trying to just wrap their heads around it and it kind of obviously reminds me of avengers infinity war um uh, obviously there's no malice in that regard but it it is just more of a random event that does happen and you get to see how everyone deals with that and especially with season two um they got 
really creative with it and everything um, without giving out specifics. I actually started kind of rewatching this show uh, over the past week and um, man, it's good. Uh, so three seasons tightly wound the leftovers. You should definitely try to watch it. It's really, it's really good. Yeah. Cause I noticed that you do mention, you like to mention that show a lot uh, just because, Oh, I, well, and obviously you seem very passionate about it because, you know, uh, you want to bring up something underrated. You want to give it the praise that it deserves, you know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. And um, I mean, and you get that whole supernatural sci-fi vibe with it. And so um, I like it when shows take chances and they think outside the box. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, for me, actually, I chose a TV show also. <laughs> to, to point Whoa. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think I mentioned it uh, on uh, the Weekly Real podcast uh, at least one time. So it's a, a show called Patriot. It's an Amazon original. It only got it only ran for two seasons before it got canceled. Um, but I thought this is such a good show. So I feel like, cause I feel like the marketing wasn't the great, that great for it. That's why it kind of fell off. But the first season especially, uh, is my favorite out of the two seasons. Uh, it has like, uh, Kirkwood Smith in it. It has even, um, what's his name? Gil Bellows from, um, Shawshank Redemption. So it's a little oh, tie hey. in there, but the, uh, the main guy is uh, played by uh, Michael Dorman. So, but uh, basically, what the show is about, it's kind of um, I think it's CIA, pretty much. It's uh, like, but the main character, he's a he's a spy, and he has to infiltrate a um, a uh, what's it, a piping company. So basically, go in there just so that he can do some CIA business uh, internationally. So it's it, it's it's weird in a way where you get such a interesting mission for CIA pretty much like transferring all this money so then um, so this dictator in power won't become in power but then it all of that is covered by this very mundane job that he does just talking about pipes. So and what makes it even more interesting, it's like he's uh, the main character. He's like depressed because he always has to do these almost very brutal uh, assassinations and all that. Just very dark stuff because he's a spy. But so he's like very depressed. So it's almost like very dark humor in a way too. So it's a, it's a bit of a suspense, mystery, and uh, in my opinion, uh, comedy. <laughs> at the same time oh nice nice wait okay so i don't i'm testing your memory because i'm kind of trying to jog my memory because you know that we've we're now uh almost done i mean we're pretty close to the end of season two i mean we still have several weeks left was this a show that you mentioned in season one in the ritual i feel like i did uh i think i wa- re-watched the show uh back when we were recording season one of the weekly real podcast i want to say we you mentioned it and i could be wrong and obviously i'll probably check this um when we're actually done recording um the episode today i'm kind of i'm thinking that you mentioned it 
when we had Aldrin on the podcast because I could have sworn you you were talking about a Amazon uh, original show and he may have known what you were talking about and actually agreed with you. I could be mm. wrong though. I think I, that might have been Jack Ryan. I don't know. I, I don't think it was Jack Ryan. I would have remembered Jack Ryan. Mm. I want to say it was, I, it may have been Patriot, but I mean, I could be wrong. So um, that's just me thinking out loud on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like definitely this show, I always recommend it to like, basically that show is my humor, man. <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's very dark and very subtle. Oh, I like that too. I mean, I have, uh, I I feel like I have a wide range of of humor, and that's definitely one of those uh, that I really appreciate because it. I feel like dark and subtle humor is uh, humor that is. Uh, I don't want to sound snobbish, but smart humor because you actually kind of have to think about it a little bit, and it's like, oh, that was funny, and it's not like obvious, ha ha ha, funny. But mm-hmm. I feel like when it gets you to kind of think or whatever, I I do appreciate that kind of humor. Yeah, because even when they set up like jokes uh, that happen like episodes before, and then they you finally get a payoff later on. It's like, hey, I remember they were referencing that like <laughs> episodes ago. I love that type of stuff. Oh yeah, same. Oh man, you know what? I might want to check that show out. Um, I'll probably try to th- uh, try to check that show out whenever there's uh, you know, there's usually a lull. It's like, man, I have nothing. I, I don't know what to watch or whatever. I'm and and I'm if I'm looking for a show, I'll probably definitely uh, check that out because I feel like, you know, you mentioning it here as an underrated show, and it's uh, I mean, out of all the shows out there, you're mentioning this one. It it's got to be, it's got to be up there. It, it's it's giving. I mean, you're giving it high praise, so I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Uh, at at the very least during the off season. Yeah, same. And I you always mention the leftovers. Probably at the same time, I should I should check that out whenever. You know, I get back into watching a lot more shows. Yeah, I know. Because, you know, obviously with TV shows, uh, there's more of a time commitment. And that's why whenever I get the chance to, to mention a show that is maybe only in season one or if the seasons aren't as long. And I've, uh, if I remember correctly, The Leftovers, even though it's like three seasons, I think the longest season is only like nine episodes or something like that. And even that last episode, uh, the last season, season three, only had like six episodes. Yeah, so it so doesn't seem too daunting of a time commitment. And same with Patriot. I think it's about maybe 10 episodes each, something like that, or maybe even less. So Oh, there you go. That's, what, less than 20 episodes then? Yeah, we're not going uh, Smallville 10 seasons, 23 <laughs> episodes each. <laughs> man, those are those are so difficult. But, man, I still do want to get back into Smallville because I think I mentioned it a few weeks ago. Still in season two. Mm-hmm. Haven't really watched anything recently, but I know that we're still in that great period where this, I don't know, you get the feels or whatever. So Yeah, yeah. All right, man. So do you have any uh, TV news that you want to bring up? Yeah. Um, so, you know, being the TV guy uh, and me bringing in a TV topic, um, I actually wanted to bring this to your attention. So uh, a few days ago, uh, Apple uh, released a trailer uh, for a TV show that they have upcoming in the fall. It's co- uh, coming out in mid-November. It's called The Shrink Next Door. And The Shrink Next Door actually has a pretty star-studded cast. Uh, it stars Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd, and Katherine Hahn, who 
was Agatha all along. <laughs> I True. had to do it. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I had to do a lower register uh, version of that because mm-hmm. man, Catherine Catherine Hahn actually sings that part and she sings it really good in WandaVision. So jealous. Well, anyway, um, you know, sort of a quick uh, question. I actually have two questions for you. Uh, the first is, uh, what did you think of the trailer? Dude, it's not what I expected when you hear that uh, Will Ferrell and uh, Paul Rudd are going to be like in a show together. It's It seems darker than, uh, <laughs> than what you would expect. I'm like... I kind of like this, though. I, I was kind of, when I was watching it, I was expecting a movie. I was like, yeah. ooh, this movie looks good. And then it's a show. So, um, but it, since it's a fairly, what, is it a miniseries? Um, well, I, I, I'm thinking it's a miniseries. Uh, I don't know if they're going to have multiple seasons. I'm going to say I'm downing it just because, you know, you got some... Um, you got some pretty heavy hitters uh, with both Paul Rudd and uh, Will Ferrell. And so uh, I'm going to say it's, and this is according to IMDb, it's going to be an eight episode miniseries. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Like the, the trailer I think was a really good trailer to showcase kind of like the tone and all the actors that are in it. Um, Yeah. I really enjoyed the trailer. Yeah. um, Like the reason why it caught my eye, obviously, I mean, the thing that caught my eye right away was um, why well, I saw it on Instagram. And for them to obviously highlight Will Ferrell, uh, Catherine Hahn, Paul Rudd as like the, the headliners. And, you know, it, it seems like in kind of an interesting uh, concept. And you get to see, you know, these two in i mean you know they're always going to have that natural charisma because they are just entertaining actors uh but for me i feel like one of uh one of will ferrell's most underrated roles as an actor was uh, have you seen the movie stranger than fiction yeah yeah i have and that was it's a pretty underrated role of his yeah, and I feel like I'm getting those vibes. It's probably more darker vibes than that. But I feel like, uh, yeah, he's you know, naturally going to be Will Ferrell, but I feel like he's going to be able to kind of expand his acting chops a little bit and, and play uh, a little bit of a different role for him. And like you said, the I don't know if it was just the Apple budget or whatever, but the trailer was like really high quality and it felt like a movie i had to double check imdb just i was like wait a minute it's apple tv plus is this a a movie or is this a tv show and obviously when i saw that it was a tv show it had the eight episodes that are slated for it i was like oh sweet i gotta bring this up with uh with uh, jeremy on the newsreel yeah man it definitely looks like a show that at least if there's gonna be a few good reviews and all that stuff it seems like something i would want to check out because I always feel like the Apple TV Plus stuff can be hit or miss. Same with, you know, like Amazon or something. Exactly. And so um, the second thing that I wanted to quickly ask you is, I mean, with this trailer and then um, actually yesterday we got another new uh, season two trailer for Ted Lasso. Uh, you know how much I love that show. And then we also, uh, you know, got some other shows like uh, The Morning Show. And I have to ask you, Jeremy, is this enough? I mean, not that you would, but is is this enough 
to get you to pay for a monthly subscription, which is admittedly fairly cheap. It's $4.99 for Apple TV+. Plus. Do you think like shows like this would get you to uh, subscribe to Apple TV+. Plus. You know, I haven't come across a show yet that's gotten me hooked onto Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, $4.99 is a good price, actually. Uh, so it's coming close to being a little bit worth it. For me, personally, not. Y- I haven't found a show yet. I might have to, you know, uh, you told me to watch Ted Lasso. Might try to do that. Uh, since we love football and all that stuff. Um... Football but, and football. Yeah, yeah, both. <laughs> both. And, um, uh, but right now, I would have to say, for me personally, no, not yet. It, mm. And for four ninety nine, literally, you just have to find one show. And for me, that's Ted Lasso. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I, I don't know if I told you, uh, like, while we were recording on, on the podcast or if it was offline or whatever, um, you know, I bought my mom a, uh, a a brand new iPhone last year, and it came with a w- free one year subscription of Apple TV Plus, and uh, I almost forgot to activate it, and it was like literally the last day or maybe last two days or whatever before I activated it, and the first thing I did was set a reminder like a, a year later. It's like okay, remember to cancel Apple TV Plus, but. As soon as I got through Ted Lasso so quickly, because there was 10 episodes that were really short. They're only like 30 minutes long. So really a quick five hour binge. I immediately deleted that reminder because <laughs> I knew I was just going to, I, you know, I love that show so much. It's, uh, it's cracking my top 10 already of all time. That's how good Ooh, the first season right. was. All right. Yeah, I love. I always love to hear that when like people are like, "Oh, it's in my top 10. Hopefully, you know, by the time the show ends, it stays there. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because that that is the fear, right? Uh, but with the trailer that I saw, obviously, I didn't want to share that trailer with you because I didn't want to spoil you if you do end up watching season one. Um, I feel like uh, I feel like season two is gonna be uh, on par with season one, just based off of the trailer footage, obviously. Yeah, man. All right. Yeah. Right now for me, I still need to go check out some before I fully commit. All right. Fair um, enough. Yeah. But for me, with my movie topic, I'm bringing up the Flash movie once again. And I hope you saw that uh, we got some set photos of the Flash movie. Um, we got some pictures of Barry. What's his name? Ezra Miller, there you go. That's Ezra Miller. Yeah, Ezra yeah. Miller. Then you also got um, the new Supergirls in there. Also, that was a bit surprising to see. I forgot about that. And then we've got Batman. All right. Don't you mean Vulture? Yeah, but <laughs> Vulture with more hair. <laughs> and and I want to ask you, pretty much, did you have any um, like hearing about this Flash movie? Pretty much. What were your um were you hyped at all before uh before Batman at all? Uh what you talking about the news uh, that he was going to be in the Flash or just in general? Yeah, just in general. So before like let's compare I want to ask you first like yeah. uh how did you feel about the Flash movie uh before uh the Batman news before? 
Oh, okay. Um, I, you know what? Admittedly, uh, and actually, I'm gonna go back to uh, the Snyder Cut. I really didn't. I wasn't looking f- really forward to it just because, um, honestly, I was going off of what the theatrical cut, and uh, yeah, I actually thought Ezra Miller, uh, Ezra Miller did a a pretty good job in the theatrical cut. He was he was entertaining. I felt like um, he was entertaining enough. Uh, for me to you know at least check it out in theaters um because usually you know with these you know big comic book movies usually it's you know whether it's you or any of my other friends or whatever you know it's always a good time to try to catch it the opening weekend so um it was it would have been more like I'll, i'll bring it back to like when I watched Guardians of the Galaxy, I didn't really know too much about them. So I, you go in with no expectations. And, and then if it's entertaining, you're like, oh, dang, this was a good movie. And so I probably would have come into watching the movie like that. But uh, when the Snyder Cut came out and they added more depth to his character, you got to see a little bit more of Ezra Miller. I like the changes that Zack Snyder ended up making. Well, Really, not the changes. That was his original version, uh, original vision. Let's be frank. But I love the the. I I think we talked about it in the uh, the Snyder cut. Uh, he was my favorite character. Um, I thought he was the MVP of that movie. And after that, when they were talking about the Flash movie, then I got more hyped. So really, it was the Snyder cut that did it for me. I see. All right. So now that you saw the the whole set photos of Batman, Supergirl, and all that stuff, um, I want to ask because I got pretty excited when I saw uh, Michael Keaton with a little bit more Bruce Wayne hair. You know, I th- I thought, uh, would you rather see Jack Jack Nicholson's The Joker come back, or um, shoot, what's his name? God, uh, the Penguin. From uh, Batman oh. Returns. Oh, uh, oh my goodness! Why am I why am I blanking too? For he, for he's from uh, uh, Danny DeVito. Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. There you go. I forgot about that. Which, uh, which one would you rather oof. see come back? In, As the in respective that type characters. Of, in that type of setting, I feel like uh, the Joker would probably fit a little bit more. Even though I felt like both uh, Burton movies were dark but i felt like when they portrayed you know obviously catwoman and um and oswald cobblepot as the penguin and i think it, it went straight like hella dark in batman returns and and that's not to say i dude i love both movies i feel like keaton's up there i feel like he's underrated as 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 one of the best better batmans out there um so to answer your question Man, I feel like, oh man, I feel like Jack Nicholson. I I've seen him more in the public eye. I feel like if he's in in fairly good shape, I, I you know what? <laughs> Dang it, who's in better shape? <laughs> <laughs> well, as the as the penguin, you don't technically need to be in better shape, but yeah, like Jack Nicholson obviously has been retired, obviously for a while. Yeah. Nah, I gotta rethink that. I might have to say Danny DeVito. <laughs> I, yeah, I was almost thinking. I was kind of leaning on Danny DeVito too. But then in the Flash movie, if it was a Batman movie, like Michael Keaton yeah. gets his own solo movie again, I would say Danny DeVito. 
No, no, yeah, Danny DeVito as the the penguin. penguin but if it's yeah. in the Flash movie, where, where it's probably a little bit lighter, I would probably say Joker. The Joker, yeah, I know. But I feel like Jack Nicholson has he. Uh, what has he been in lately? I, I'm kind of, I'm afraid that he won't be able to, I mean, dude, once, once the Joker, always the Joker. I feel like he's underrated as the Joker. Wait till they get a load of me. Oh my goodness. Such an iconic line from uh, Batman. Uh, was it 1990? Oh, 89? 89, yep. 89, yeah. So, yeah. I feel like if, if. Jack Nicholson's in good, uh, in fairly good shape. I feel like he could do a better job um, in, in a Flash movie, just because, like you said, it, it would fit better, especially if they are going to introduce uh, the concept of DC's multiverse. Yeah, exactly. Even though, you know, he technically died in the 89 movie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, there might be another alternate reality where he's alive. <laughs> True. Yeah, that's that's kind of the point of the Flash. I'm always jumping from different timelines and multiverses and all that stuff. Right. What was it? Flashpoint. Flashpoint. Yep. Yeah. All right, Ken. So, what do we have coming up uh, this coming Monday? All right. Well, this Monday, which will be June 28th, we are doing back-to-back life sentences with Andy and Red in the 1994 film, The Shawshank Redemption. I'm pumped for Jeremy to finally go see this movie. This is uh, one of the movies that is considered as one of the best of all time. It's definitely up there. I think it's top five all time for me. Um, and, dude, uh, Jeremy, I hope you like it. I really do hope you like it. Um, I feel like it's got everything. It's got great storytelling. Uh, the quotes are so memorable. And, uh, yeah, I'm just really pumped to be able to talk to you about it um next monday the 28th yeah dude looking forward to it because it definitely i i always hear it's like top 10 movies of all time then shawshank redemption's always in that list um regardless whether or not it's on and number one or two or something like that but it's always there i always hear that uh if you like ken said if you want to check it out on hbo max before we uh pretty much talk about it on monday feel free to do so and then if you want to comment all your thoughts on Shawshank Redemption, uh, check out uh, check out the Weekly Real podcast. So it's at Weekly Real on Twitter and Instagram. So leave all your comments there, or I guess uh, Facebook too, if if you're into that. <laughs> yes, and by you the way, we're still all not your sponsored already. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, we're still not sponsored by HBO Max, by the way. Shout yeah, out! Yeah, yeah. all right i'm looking forward to that and uh until we get more news we'll see you next time on the real (laughs) 